For over 10 years, I couldn't get my productions to sound how I wanted, so I buried myself in online tutorials trying to figure out why, and even having some of the same tools as other producers and mixers I envied, my productions weren't coming even close. I've heard the term referencing get thrown around, and I thought I was referencing the right way myself, but I was totally wrong, and over time developed a referencing system that would help me produce any desired result. I'm excited to announce that you can now use this same system yourself in our new course, The Magical Guide to Referencing. This gives you the exact framework I've used and successfully taught hundreds of students through the years. If you're ready to stop chasing your mixing tail in circles and ready to understand any mix you hear to replicate those same results for yourself, you can find a link to the magical guide to referencing in the description wherever you're listening. See you there, my friends. Hello and welcome to Working in Music Sucks. My name is John Maciel and for almost two decades I've been working in the audio recording industry. I've worked with producers and mixers like Bo Rochelle, Joey Sturgis and Josh Newell and countless others on records with bands like Era, Census Fell and Mooseblood. And along this journey I've also worked with two of the biggest music educational companies where I helped thousands of aspiring engineers achieve their dreams of making music production a fulfilling full-time career. But as great as that sounds, to be honest, the first 10 years of working in music sucked. I started this podcast to talk about what sucks about working in music so others like myself who love music production and want to wake up every morning fulfilled and driven to making records people love can do just that. Working in music sucks, but with what we talk about on this podcast, it doesn't have to any longer. If that sounds like your cup of coffee, then you're in the right place, my friends. Let's get into it. This episode, I want to talk about one of the things that I know a lot of people say when it comes to music production, I think every industry, and it's just not true, and it's time to just address it, and that's the notion or idea that music, the music industry is saturated, right? And it's really easy to say that when you've actually n- never worked in it, Um because I know so many people are like, music's saturated, the industry's saturated. <sighs> kind of. Are there a lot of people who want to do audio and music and producing and making records, playing bands? Yeah, that's never changed. Like, that's never not been a thing. And you could say the same thing for film and television. You could say, oh, the industry's so saturated. And it's true to a point, though. I think what Oh, uh, is unfortunate is a lot of people aren't good enough to cut through the noise when it comes to wanting to make it in these fields, in these industries. And part of cutting your way through isn't just your technical skill. Um, I've talked about in other episodes, it's really your network and your people skills. Your Those two alone are going to open way more opportunities than can you work an SSL console? Like no, no one gives a shit if you know how to work an API console, an SSL console, if you know how to patch in uh, a studio, like no, uh, most people do not care because there's always someone who knows how to do that at the studio or wherever. And you can always like find someone who knows the technical stuff. That's why a lot of producers have assistant engineers that work for them. Cause they are like, yeah, I just want to produce and like direct the sympathy and symphony and, you know, come up with ideas and arrangements and then you are the one who records and tracks everything for me. And the same is said for trying to make it in the industry. It's less about, you know, you don't have to technically be a hundred percent technically proficient. You just need to have a good sense 
of people skills networking and business. And it's like the best ways I'm sure there's someone in your life that you've seen excel in audio or music in some capacity with less talent than you feel that they have. Like you might feel like you're more talented than them, but somehow for some reason, more opportunities present themselves for them. And I'm here to tell you that it's because they understand how to network, they understand people skills, and they don't think about whether like it's like a level of shame is gone and it's just they're they're pers- they're persistent. They're going to pursue whatever it is that they're wanting. And that allows them to get on top of the noise and, you know, cut through the saturation that some people say that the market has when it's not true. And Tom Lorealgy has a, a real good saying for it. It's like the cream always rises to the top and it's so true. So if you feel like the music industry is saturated, you might be asking yourself the wrong questions and are, do you have a strong enough network? Do you have enough people skills? You know, I'm going, we're going to assume that you're already talented and the skill sets are already there. It's the other stuff that if you haven't figured out yet, you need to spend the time to figure out because those are ultimately what's going to move the dial and get more people to give you a chance and come work with you over anyone else. And until you sort that out and figure that out, you you might look at like a city like Los Angeles and be like, man, I don't know if I can make it there. There's just so much happening. And, you know, there's so many people, yada, yada, yada. Well, when you think that way, of course, you're not going to have an opportunity. Of course, you're not going to be able to do it. Instead, asking yourself, okay, what is the scene that I want to work in? And what is what are the venues that these artists go and play at? How do I start talking to them? Who who do they know? Like, who are the people they record with? Who are the people they know in the, the recording circle? And it's less about working with the artists and more about learning about who's who and behind the artists in that scene and start making friends, hanging out with people. And, you know, maybe they call you in to help on a session. Maybe they can't work on a session. So they send you the work, but that is like a process that you have to go and learn how to do yourself so that you also start rising to the top. Cause most of the people are uh, moved to a big city and they go for the bands. They go for how do I get this artist? A lot of these artists already have people they're working with. So the opposite is like, go and figure out, exactly what i said like who are they working with become friends with them like meet them at the shows be build it doesn't need to be a me versus them mentality to build your network there's enough to go around what you want is to build you want you need to become part of the scene you need to become part of the industry that's how you rise to the top your talent again is already assumed and you're only gonna get better when you work with more people in that in that scene that have the networking and social skills to land clients land artists they know what's expected they know who's who if you don't know all that your technical skill like you can be the best mixer best engineer sitting in your room going to shows every single week but if you don't know how to do the other like 90% of it, th- that 10% is not going to get people in your studio. Having that website is not going to do it alone. Posting on social media is not going to do it alone. Knowing how to develop your people skills is going to be what gets you the opportunity in saturated markets. But it's it's just not impossible. So many people like to say, oh, making it in the music industry is impossible. It's not. It's like... It's so much easier than you would think, actually, because if you're <laughs> if you're dependable, if you're reliable, if you're consistent, if you always show up, if you don't have any weird 
episodes of like just going, you know, cold and basically just disappearing, just showing up and being consistent is enough to keep the phone ringing and people to give you a shot. So many people lose opportunities because they just like, I don't know where their heads are at, to be honest. Like some people just will disappear and you're like, wait, wait, where'd so-and-so go? And they're like, they said that they had to go do something. So I'm going to finish the session. And artists are like, wait, what? Like they didn't even tell me. It's like they live in their own world and their own bubble. And like, it's their world. We're just living in type of deal. And as you can guess, they don't last very long. Like, yeah, they'll have a good run of a couple of years, but eventually people get tired of working with people like that. But just showing up and being consistent is so crazy how much that will help you rise to the top because this is an industry of individuals who are led by being creative, but not led by discipline. And it's like so counterintuitive to think of discipline in a world of creativity and where we want to just create and just do fun stuff, but we have to be disciplined and we have to understand that like at the end of the day, we're a service-based industry and we are performing a service for people. So if we're not doing our part, then eventually no one's going to call us anymore. No one's, and it's just, you're just not going to get employed as simple as that. And then you're gonna be like, Oh, the market's just too saturated. There's just too many people. And like, I can't catch a break. Sounds like you've got a you problem in my book. And I truly believe that, you know, the cream always rises to the top. It's like one of those cheesy sayings, but it's so true. And that's why I really, really, really want you to take those moments of when you feel like it's impossible to make it and just slow down and ask yourself, okay, well, what's making it impossible? Am I actually doing the work? Am I actually going out and building all these skill sets? Am I in a city where if I really want to do this, I need to move? Because that's another really hard one. People are like, my market is saturated because like only one guy gets all the bands or one person gets all the bands and no one else has a shot. Cool. So you have two options. One, try to work for that person so you can get to meet the bands. Or two, suck it up and move. And I know that's like a privileged statement. It's like, well, not everyone can suck it up and move. All right, so then your next option, go hard online or try to steal the bands. So I guess four options. And you just really have to ask yourself, how bad do you want it too? So it's not just, is it saturated? It's like, how bad do you actually want it? If you want it, take it. You know, don't be a dick and go try stealing everyone's clients from them. But it's like, if you want it, then you need to go and maybe start your own band and get disciplined in that way so that other bands want to work with you because they're like, he's part of the scene. They're part, they're part of the scene. They're playing shows. We know them and they do their own music. Why would we not go record this person where the other person is just only making records? Maybe, you know, only you can figure out what needs to be done and what you're comfortable with doing to make it reality. But this notion again of music is saturated. no, it's not. It's really not. You just may not be good enough yet. And I emphasize the yet because 
A lot of what it takes to make it are skills that can be developed given the right amount of time. This isn't going to, a lot of this won't be something you can go do in three to six months. Like we're talking laying the groundwork for like nine months and then within 15 to 24 months, seeing the fruits of your labor. <laughs> I always feel like when I end these episodes, it's just like, man, working <laughs> the title of the podcast, working in music sucks, but it's not saturated. There's plenty of opportunity. As a matter of fact, I would think there's even, I, I would argue there's even more opportunity now than there probably has been in the past 10 years. There's just so many places you can go, so many things you can do. Just depends on what you want to do and how bad you want it and you want to cut through the noise. So I know working in music sucks, but hopefully with what we talked about in this episode, it doesn't have to suck anymore. Until next time.